Hello, hello, hello. Wonderful, inspiring, and motivated people. How you doing? I want to welcome you as I do on every episode to Twan's Truth. And today, oh my goodness, and today, today, a wonderful day. I just, look, let me just start this off by saying, at some point throughout your day, no matter how, I want to say no matter how bad your day is, no matter how good your day might be, be grateful for every day that you can wake up. Be grateful for what you have. I want you to be grateful for the car that you grab, for the car that you drive, for the place that you stay, because you could be nowhere. And no matter where you are at in life right now, just know that is not where you will be forever, because there is always elevation waiting on you. And there's always elevation that will be coming to you, but you have got to be patient, you have got to be thankful, and you have got to keep moving. So on that note, I'm going to go into today's message. And today's message is, it's kind of a lot to unpack, but I'm going to try to unpack it the best way that I can. Now, we all have baggage. We all have things that we have been through. We have things that we have gone through and it has left scars on us. But I don't think we really understand that what we have been through is baggage. And too many of us are carrying baggage. Or should I say too many of us are dealing, haven't dealt with the baggage that we have gone through and we're just carrying it around. So case in point with women when you go through when you've gone through a bad relationship or multiple bad relationships or bad marriage if you don't deal with what you've gone through you'll just go into the next relationship and as soon as a possible good guy as soon as a possible good guy does one thing wrong that reminds you of that past marriage or that past relationship, you're ready to snap off. This doesn't make you a bad person, but it does point and give a picture that you have not dealt with the baggage. You have not dealt with the emotions that you say that you don't have. When you do not deal with the emotions of things that you have gone through you try to bury it or this is kind of a big word if you've never heard this before but compartmentalize meaning in your mind you take those emotions you put them in a box and you put it on a shelf now just for this analogy it's a box and a shelf other ways you might hear it it might be a box in an attic or a box in a basement 
but it's the same thing. You put it on the shelf and you tell yourself, I'm going to deal with it later. That later is often never as soon as it should be. Because depending on the type of emotions or baggage that you have, that later could be too far down the line for you to recover from. And even though you try to compartmentalize those emotions, you ultimately end up building a void from where you are to where you to what you should have dealt with. And typically this this void that we often build is often just the picture or the emotional baggage that we don't have time for. So anytime somebody tries to tell you that, you know, you should really deal with your past relationship problems, that void space, you don't want to put anything in there that has to do with that last relationship. When you lose somebody and it's hurtful and it's impacting you deeply, too many people want to compartmentalize their emotions and put it on a shelf. Not dealing with those emotions and what happens, a void happens to the fact of you almost you forget in a way. It'll be a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years down the line, and you're dealing with something that you should have dealt with all those years ago. And really, the void is like a vacuum. So if your right hand is your emotions, what you haven't dealt with, and your left hand is where you are right now, that space in between them is the void. And too many people won't bring their hands together to deal with that. So what happens is every time somebody tries to bring up something from your right hand, you just dump whatever tries to land in the, that's in your right hand. You just dump it into the void like I'll deal with that later. Or I don't want to deal with that. Or I don't have those problems. You're masking. You're covering up. You're not actually dealing with anything. And I don't say this lightly, but too many of us, many, too many of us have compartmentalized emotions and events in our life with baggage that is still hurting us today. It is so important for you as a person to deal with the baggage, to deal with those boxes that you have pushed to the side of emotions that you haven't dealt with. Now, let me say this, depending on the significance of the emotion, meaning how deep did it really hurt? You will not be able to deal with this alone. You will need help, either a friend, a family member. You might have to go to counseling. But there is a real underlying 
point or issue with what you have to deal with. Too many people are not dealing with their baggage. Case in point, me, I have daddy issues. I'm not scared to tell you now. And once upon a time, heck yeah, I would I would I wasn't ready to tell you. I have daddy issues. My father really wasn't there for me. So a lot of stuff that I had to learn as far as like how to be a man and what a man is, I had to learn that on my own. I have, I'm better with my issues, but I'm not all the way healthy with my issues, which means I'm not healthy to the point of saying, oh yeah, that's my dad and I love him. No, 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 (laughs) I, I, I ain't at that point yet. Nope, nope. Now I know people. I know guys who were like really close with their dads and everything. And when I started talking about my daddy issues, they like, man, I I lost my father. And, you know, I just wish I would have had that time with him again. I get that. Like I, I, I physically, I hear you. I really do hear you. But, uh, my, my emotional blockage on that subject is, it's in conflict. Cause like I can meditate on it and be like, you know what? I'm, I need to really just deal with this, you know, call him, have a real conversation with him. But at the point that I like tried to like pick up the phone and like actually call, it'd be another side of me. They'd be like, nah, nah, hold up. Nah, nah. You know what? This, this, this just ain't the day for that. Like that whole, that whole box right there that I had, no, that, that thing got, 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 uh, it's aged. It's aged and, and, and that, and, and that blockage is adulthood. And I, I just ain't, I ain't dealt with it how I should, but I'm dealing with it slowly. Hmm. Now, as I deal with my issues, some of you have things that you have gone through, and those things have affected you. Now, some of you have dealt with them good, some of you have dealt with them terribly. I put it like this. In the Superman movie, Man of Steel, at the part where he, where uh, Superman puts on his suit for the first time. And he's walking out from the spaceship. His father is talking. And he says, they will stumble and they will fall. But in time, they will follow you. The reason that those words are so significant for me is that is all that is a whole lot that he said right there. Because. When you try to when you are dealing with. Your emotions, your baggage, you will stumble and you will fall. You will not get how to deal with your emotions right. You will not 
understand how to unpack what you've been through and how to really reconcile everything that you feel and gone through. It takes time. You will stumble and you will fall. But in time, you will find a place within yourself that you can deal with this and move past it. Now, why am I talking about dealing with your emotions? Because I want you to live a healthy life. And a healthy life is not so much about your body size or weight as many people want you to believe. But I want you to be mentally and emotionally healthy. Now, I understand that I'm not talking about when you're obese. If you're obese, then clearly, yes, you need to be shedding some pounds fast. Now, I love my BBWs. But I'm talking about when you are when you are not healthy in your mind and your emotions that is a problem that is a train wreck waiting to happen that nobody can see when you see people who who drink up who drink excessively as in too much when you see people start drugs when you see people uh, having to take drugs just to function. They are dealing with something in their mental. They are dealing with something in their emotions that they have not dealt with. They have not shared it with anybody and it is hurting them to the point that they have to be where they become addicts obsessively doing something that they think that they have control of control of and they don't mental health emotional health is a daily process that we all need to really focus on. Now, when you have an unhealthy mental, an unhealthy mindset, an unhealthy emotion, when you box your emotions in, and you don't share anything, you are ultimately building a volcano. And when you build that volcano of emotional and mental baggage, that pressure over time is going to keep building and keep building and keep building until one day it explodes. And when it explodes, it's going to shock the people around you. Because they had no idea that this was even building like this. When you talk about issues of people being unhealthy. Here's my thing. 
Too many people talk about unhealthy, but they only talk about the physical. You being obese, you being uh, too skinny, too fat. They only really talk about your weight, what you eat, what you drink, how much you eat and drink. But they never really talk about the mental and emotional side of being healthy. Now, there's a spiritual there's a spiritual side to that as well. But I just want to focus on the mental and the emotional. The volcano that you have within you, that explosion that could happen is not something that should happen. Because when a person gets fed up, too many people get hurt. Now, I just want to paint this picture for you. Then when you take a person somewhere between the ages of 15 and 25 who has been picked on, bullied, basically persecuted for who they are, when you shun them and they become emotionally and mentally withdrawn, they start to look and find places and things and people that make them feel good. When that happens, they often go down a dark path secretly and find other people who are also on this dark path secretly. And oftentimes the plot of revenge comes to or the idea that they should feel how we feel. And that's how you get so many, in some cases, shooters in the world who would rather hurt people than help people. It's not right. Mental, person's mental health and emotional health are not opposites. Their mind and their heart are so important. Just because you are able to deal with what you can deal with does not mean the next person can deal with it the same way you can. We all need help at some point in some way. Now, as we deal with the mental and the emotional, we have to be willing to open up and be honest and find people that will help us. The crazy thing that I find is that if you go on the internet, there's a group for anybody It is so hard to find a group when you need it.
You got groups of people who love guns. There's a group for that. You got a group of people that love anime. You got that. You got a group of people that love that love going to the gym and love fitness and being healthy. There's a group for that. There's a group for everything. But what I find is that when you need it, it is hard to find. But when it is hard to find and you finally do find one, you do not find the emotional connection that you need. That emotional connection to when somebody needs to be saved is so important. In situations of hostage hostage negotiation, there are certain key aspects that you need to know. If you've ever watched a cop movie and they had a hostage situation or they had to talk to somebody like the cops were outside or somebody was inside and they had to build a line of communication, that person that is talking to that person on the inside who is making demands, who is making threats, that's called hostage negotiation. That person on the outside is trying to make a deal. He is try- They are trying to negotiate the peaceful release or letdown of this person. The same thing when you see somebody on, on the roof or a building that they're threatening to jump, that's also negotiation, talking that person down. There are certain key elements. When you are talking to a person who is about to jump off a building and kill themselves, you have to build a line. You have to get inside their head. You have to almost... In, in a matter of seconds and minutes, be able to shift their thinking to where they think that by jumping everything, by them dying, everything bad is going to go good. You have to shift their thinking and tell them, no, 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 no. What about such and such? What about your dog? What about your father, your mother, your sister? What about your girlfriend? What about your kid? What about the people that love you? What about your hopes and your dreams? You have to change their thinking. When you have emotional and mental baggage, you have to find somebody or you have to recollect with yourself. You have to change your thinking and you have to deal with this in a way that you can really, really build in some way, start from scratch to recollect what it is you're dealing with. As a leader, you often deal with people and you don't know what they've gone through that day, that day, that week, that weekend, what they're going through day to day. And you might end up in a situation where you are the recipient of the blow up, not knowing what in that hell is going on. But you have two options. You can either let the blow up happen and do nothing or you can try to figure out help the situation. You know, first responders like firemen police, ambulance 
they respond to people on their worst days. I want you to I want you to just try to take this in. When you deal with a first responder, they're responding to a situation on your worst day. So when they come up calm, cool, and collected, you are at your blow-up moment. So they can either talk you off the edge or they can do nothing and just watch you blow spiral out of control. As a leader, as somebody you are you want to you have to deal with people you may be dealing with people you may be that first responder you may be the person who has to deal with a person on their worst day on their blow up day and honestly there depending on what you do there is no training that you can possibly go through to really prepare you for this Because number one, when something surprises you, your emotions are not ready. There have been situations that have happened to me personally as a leader. My emotions, they were not ready. But in those times, I have to remember my training. I have to keep focus on the goal at hand. In a TV show uh, that I've been watching that I've been catching up on SWAT. The one thing that they constantly say, remember your training. That is not to be cold or dismissive, but they are saying in the point that your emotions might take over in the point that you don't know what's going on at the point that you are questioning what you are going through. Remember your training. For you, your training is what has got you here, what has kept you here, what keeps you going. Remember all the things that you have been through. Do not let your baggage, do not let your emotions take over and have you fail. But as you deal with life and you have dealt with things that have hurt you, do not put your emotions on the shelf for too long a period because you will come, there will come a point where the blow up might happen for you. And for most of us, we do not have anybody in our life that can help us after the blow up. So I'm asking you, do an inventory, do an inventory check. Check your shelf. Do not... If you have something on your shelf that you haven't dealt with, even if you have to do it little by little, but unpack those emotions. Let it out. Deal with it. Find a way to express yourself. Find a group, find a person, find a counselor that will listen, that will let you express yourself. Do not have that just sitting up there and you never deal with it. Because even though it's painful for you, 
for somebody else, what you have gone through and what you have dealt with and the answer that you have found may be the thing that saves their life. And to be honest, you never know what you have been through and what message you drop that may save somebody's life. I want to thank you for listening. I hope to I hope you hear me on the next episode. That means you got to tune in. I'm Twan. This is Twan's Truth. Deuces.